Chris Kreider <laughs> crashed cringily into the carry. People don't forget. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll keep that in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Life and Fantasy Hockey Podcast, hosted by myself, Spencer Plumino, and this <laughs> is Dr. Kave. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Dr. Kave. Uh, you can find us on Hot Sauce Sports. This is our last proper episode of the season. Like, it's our last full hour episode, right? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just you guys that are relieved it's over. No, uh, it's not over. Actually, we're gonna be switching. We're gonna be switching to a, a playoff format. So we're gonna we're gonna be doing basically a half hour podcast weekly uh, once the playoffs start, and we'll just be following along what's going on. And it won't won't necessarily be all fantasy hockey related. We might do some some sports net pool stuff, even though those pools kind of suck and we can't win them here in Quebec. Um, not that I want to stupid dodge uh, ram anyway. I don't want to dodge you. You don't have to pay for the insurance and everything too, right? Like yeah, they don't pay for the insurance; they pay for the lease. <laughs> you got and you got to fill it up too. It sounds like just you like know? a huge ordeal to sell a brand new car you've never used for like sixteen thousand dollars less than it costs. Like, hey, give me a truck too. You know, like oh, there's not a bunch of people in the city that that just want a little car yeah, or something. Exactly. Just give me this big ass truck. Yeah. You know? Throw a fucking truck at him, really. Inconvenient truck, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you gotta have ram. that ram player that you gotta pick. Ram right? player, yeah. It's gotta be a ram, otherwise you couldn't have your ram player. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, clearly we're, we're not huge fans of the sports net pool, but we do usually do it, you know, each year. So yeah, we, might, we might be offering, fun. you know, our picks there, but there's just not a ton to talk about, you know? Like, those pools, everyone picks the same players, the same strategy. It's, it's pretty repetitive, usually. Um, but yeah, we're going to be switching to that, and after the playoffs are done, we're going to be brainstorming some ideas with, actually, our guest from our last episode, it was our last episode, I believe, with, which was Jared yeah. Tweedy. We're going to be, uh, going to be brainstorming at some the ideas, Bur- the three of us. It's handled. What's that? His handle's at the Birds 3, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Birds 3 uh, is his handle. The Birds the 3 Birds, Productions yeah. on... The Birds. Yeah. yeah, on YouTube, it's the Birds 3 Productions. On Twitter, I think it's DBirds3, and I think on Instagram, it's the Birds 3 as well. Yeah, you know uh, I know none of this. I had to remember this <laughs> for last show. We forgot to record the promo. We forgot to record a promo like in it, so I had to go back afterwards and, and add it in. And, uh, yeah, I had to remember it. Anyways, uh, we got our, our year in review show here. This is going to be uh, this is gonna be a fun one. We're going to be going over some some the quick hits, basically, this week, or, like, your MVPs for the year, biggest disappointments, biggest steals, those kind of things. So we got a – it's a cool, fun episode ahead of us. Yeah, um, a laid-back, easy episode for us. Exactly, yeah. Just sort of a, a nice – this time. <laughs> yeah, just soak it in, you know? Like, with the season's pretty much – with the fantasy season's done, you know? Like, we can yeah. – just sort of look back yeah, on it now. I can breathe. breathe easy. I can yeah. exhale. Sort of, actually, it's not as bad as other years. I can find. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, forgot, yeah. forgot we finished first in some of our leagues too, yeah, that we exactly. share. I'm like, oh, we won first some in leagues. This one. We won some leagues. It's, it's, it's a real tough life. But no, it, it is <laughs> like it's nice. It's 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 also it's been a weird year of forcing ourselves to care a little more than we. Especially, well, it's the public leagues, really. To be yeah, honest, you know, we uh, like our, our our the um. I was gonna say community leagues. The wow. custom, the, uh, the custom, custom leagues that you're in are always really nice for the competition. People usually stay in them. It's bigger rosters. We like that stuff, right? So yeah. we, I tend to like my teams more on on uh, custom leagues. You know, the guys are like my guys. You know, yeah. and like you see them grow usually. You see them evolve, and you see them like you either draft them really late or you pick them up with the free agents, and this guy just kills it for you. Like my Sam Sharard, yeah. for yeah, example, exactly. in our league. You yeah, know? it's just and like. 
I think I had him in maybe one of my public leagues, but not for that long because I had like you have guys on your D line just just enough to just to have them on there, and like you don't really need a Sam Gerard, you know. So at a certain point, yeah, it's tough too, especially yeah. with D, right? Like where you've got that, it's it's yeah. your fifth or maybe even if it's your sixth defenseman, and he's a good player, and ordinarily you'd keep him, but you've got a bunch of other guys that are better than him, right? And you're just kind of like, yeah, I, I, I kind of need the, dude, the forward I- at this point. Speaking of defensemen, I had the, the epiphany this year is that I think I, in public, I want my fifth D and an early league. I want those extra D. I had so many D. There's just so many man games that are possible for some I was going to say, just, yeah. I, wild, I learned that man. a bit this like, year, Remember too. how we were Yeah, we were kind of like, ah, 40. We're going to roll 40. You know, problem. Yeah. You know? And they were like, ah, oh, half the wingers can't get in on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Two D spots open. No. It's better, like, it's better in big leagues. But even in big leagues, yeah. like, it yeah. is nice yeah. to have that. I had to have that extra little man. guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even in our league, I had too many D at one point, and I was still all right with it. Like, the whole year, I had too many D, right? So Yeah. Well, the perfect yeah. situation is, like, you pick up a guy, like, someone like Sam Gerrard, right? Like, that becomes your 50, or someone that, like, yeah. wasn't really getting drafted. He was on the waiver wire. You pick him up, and he ends up just having a good year, and then all of a sudden, you've got a very good player as your, your 50. That's always the, the yeah. best. Because it's not yeah, necessarily true. worth it if you're you're dragging along someone who's not great, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Even then, like you can, you can always target. That's why it's nice to draft maybe a little less, and then you have the option if, oh, you know what, I'll swap out one of my forwards for a D That's, on the free yo, agents. You know, so yeah. Like it's just. I'm in that anyway. boat. Like I look back at my drafts this year, and every pick virtually that I made, even the late round picks, were picks that I was like, they were my guys. Like these were my guys, and yeah. several of the like late round picks, some of them surprising, some of them, you know, it's more it was like a it was a shot in the dark anyway. I have disappointed mm-hmm. or disappointed throughout yeah. the year. And yeah. it made me realize that, that like I end up dropping a good percentage of guys anyway. And I guess I could keep playing it this way and just like, and do it like I've always done and scoop up guys as I, as I need to. But like, I like the idea of shooting a little more, I don't know, like freely with your later round picks, you know, like not taking them yeah, as seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, then you have sure, that freedom sure. to, to sort of swap yeah. guys in and out a little bit more throughout uh-huh. the season. But then comes the, uh, just in case you drop the guy that you were like you, you you were loosely making your decisions, but you still kind of like you like those guys still in the late rounds. But like yeah. if you drop him, you're like ah crap, and like he starts picking it up. There's always that little fear, you know. Well, that's it. Like, that, might, that that's a good happen, point. But whatever. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, it's just it's still like, just draft strategies are always different, right? No, you, they can change on the fly. The second you see the way the draft's going, you're like oh crap, exactly. I gotta figure out my other fucking my next move. You know, these guys are starting to draft goalies, or starting to draft a bunch of forwards, or a bunch of centers, or something, which never really happens with centers. But anyways, no, but it's it's, it's like just, it's part of why it's so fun. Like that there are yeah. you will have those fucking variables that just show up in the draft yeah. and completely change the course of what you're doing. It's uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it already, man. I wonder though. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I gotta weigh that. I don't know if I'm gonna do that with my late picks or not because i do like the idea of like picking our guys too and then like like pavelski for instance was one of my guys this year that i was targeting with late round picks and thank god i did right like he was like one of my mvps so yeah yeah so again that's what you're planning like i have to get him at this time and i know i can right so the like the downside to doing it is you become a little bit more attached to your later round picks when yeah, they're like true. they're all That's guys what I was that just were just mentioning before, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you don't want to drop him if you do. Like, exactly. Oh, you start picking it up. You're like, I knew he's gonna pick it up. That's yeah. my guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically uh-huh. the spot you find yourself in. So. Hey, uh, shall we get into um, Seattle's uh, options yeah. for for coaches? Absolutely. So yeah, <laughs> there's been some firings. Uh, Seattle <laughs> yeah. is coming into the league next year. The Kraken. 
Gonna be an NHL team. Are, well, I guess they are an NHL team. They got some coaching yeah, options they... right now for for head coaching. We were looking at those. Mm-hmm. Kave, what do you got on the? Yeah, on a couple. The there's a couple of big names. Yeah, I'll start off with the big guys that are like the the obvious uh, yeah. candidates. I guess you can call them. You got Gerard Gallant that was uh, in Vegas last time he coached. You got Bruce Boudreau that was in uh, in Minnesota, Minnesota or yeah. coaching the Wild. The last time was in 2020, and Claude Julien just got fired this year with Who? Montreal. Those are the um, Claude Julien. Euh, c'est l'entraîneur euh, des Canadiens de Montréal, euh, je pense, des années... Euh, oh, Claude Julien. I have everybody else's years with him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, what, 2018, 2017, he came in? Anyways, for... So, yeah, 2017 to 2021. Yeah. 2021, yeah, so four years, you know. Uh, there's a couple of other candidates that uh, were, they're just looking at, like, these are, like, uh, like off. And if you want to call it their coaching, but there's a there's a coach for the Swiss National League too, Ricard Gongberg, that people are talking about. The Devils were interested. They, they interviewed him um, before they hired Lenny Ruff. I think it's 2019 he got hired. Uh, Rob yeah, Brendenworth, another one too, because his contract is up this year. I really don't think he's changing because he he's been in the Carolina Hurricanes organization for for so long. And yeah, Todd he Nelson, uh, he's the Stars assistant coach. Another guy's getting uh, just a, a look. You start like. They're not the most popular people to look at, which is another option. And there's a bunch of other ones too. We were, we were talking to uh, Patrick Wall might even have the yeah. chance at Seattle. Right? They can go out of the, up, you know, they can go whichever way they want to, you know. And that's another, you know. But I don't know. Seeing it's... how Vegas did with Gerard Gerland, which a he's like a not a bona fide great coach, but he was he was making a name for himself in Florida, right? So yeah, I think... he's a good coach. Like he's a good coach. Yeah. He's he has blind he's spots, but he's a good coach. He was in Montreal before Florida too, right? So he's got that extra uh, like NHL. He was, he was an assistant in Montreal, think... eh? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was eh? the assistant. Yeah, yeah I don't I remember that's that. right before he went to Florida. I'm pretty sure. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. But I'm I think you're sure. right. No, I, I think you're right. Going um... straight to Florida. I'm not sure if he had somewhere else in between, but yeah. Patrick so, Waugh. That'd be so Patrick cool. Wall? I'm not gonna lie. I liked him in the NHL when he when he was there with this pulling the goalie with six minutes left. You talking Patrick Watt? Yeah, I wanted to see, like start of that man. He's he started all that. He's interesting. <laughs> like it, the the league yeah. is more interesting when he's in it for sure. Yeah, but I'm also like I I look at this and I'm Daddy. just like I, I can't even believe we're like standing here talking about Patrick Waugh as a legitimate coaching and GM candidate. And I know he has the history to back it up and I can't believe that either. Like he, he's, he's had a history of doing this and not being terrible at it. Although the way he left fucking yeah. Colorado was bad like, yeah. at the fucking low but point. He just up and left motion behind that team too. Right. He was part of that organization before. Yeah. And it was emotional when he tr- got traded from Montreal to Colorado. Right. So like if they, they took him in, from Montreal, where he was like, obviously, you know what happened in Montreal with the whole right, yeah. there. Well, I think it was Detroit, right? The uh, he played I think against so, the yeah. last game. He let in nine you know, goals or whatever. They wouldn't pull him. Yeah, and was just fucking lifting his arm. Anyways, everybody knows that. Well, yeah. usually people who are from Montreal. If you, know that. If you don't, <laughs> go look it up. Look up Patrick Wall's <laughs> last game in Montreal. The last game in Montreal. <laughs> it's, it's quite a lot. It's fun. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. A it's a the drama important too. moment. It was, it was the owner, right? He's like, uh, like trading yeah. or whatever. He went to. He's right behind him, right behind the. That's cool. Like they're right behind the benches, you know. Yeah, there was no partition even yet, you know. Like it was barely. Yeah, like yeah. Was, he's just yeah, like he just yelling at the fucking at the owner, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so is, anyway, if you haven't seen it, go check that shit yeah. out. It's hockey history. <laughs> so hockey it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think in Colorado, there's more going back to my point. There was a bit of emotion in in Colorado. Maybe they were super accepting at the beginning, and the like, key had such a great time that when he went back to coach there, and I think he was part of their 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 players' operations or something too before. Yeah, there. I think he was. I mean, he was yeah. He was in their organization, so like, there's like I said, there's like some emotion behind there. So like, if if they start like, either they're like uh, 
pushing him to the curb or like start not seeing eye to eye. It's like, oh, why are these guys treating me like shit now? They don't like that seemed to be what it was. Like it seemed to be like he just stopped seeing eye to eye. But it was just like the the way it it was right before the season. I don't know if you remember. It was like right before the season started and they were scrambling okay. and like this was colorado at a low no, I, point i can too. recall you I, that was is that where Pedro got uh bednard got, yeah uh, bednard sorry bednard yep. uh, that's, that's where he got, got hired yeah and that was like fuck man, that's cool that's cool dude think I back so like, well i don't great. know if you remember but like things were fucked in colorado back then that was when they still had duchene yeah. and they were holding him and yeah. holding him and holding him like we are with fucking gamestop and <laughs> like it did not look like it was gonna fucking pop off and nope. uh, they got a great return in the end. And obviously, Joe Sackett yeah. has been recognized as one of the best GMs in the in the game since then. But at the time, man, the, Sackett didn't Hell look like he, knew what he was doing. Joe Sackett. It's it's surprising that we even it's doubted. Cool. Him. It's cool to see like, names, man, like that Ron Hextall and stuff too. Like, it's cool yeah. to see the guys like we used to watch. We grew up watching. Like, we grew up watching. Yeah. You know, it's so much fun. <laughs> Just like, especially someone Brock like Brandon Hextall. Moore, you know, as a coach too. It's, yeah, it's, Brandon it's cool. Moore. Yeah, those, that's another guy. Just like a gritty guy. Guys with high intensity. It's so interesting yeah. seeing them as yeah. executives. You know, like War or Hextall. Oh, Ron or, Hextall, uh, especially Hextall. Oh, man. dude. <laughs> seeing Hextall, like he looks so zen now. Like he's in a fucking yeah, suit right? and tie, and he seems Glasses, so calm. The like, hair, he, you know. It's like if you didn't know what he was like as a as a player. No, yeah, you would think have no that idea. this old guy is uh, this one guy out to go kill people on the ice. Yeah, he was wild, man. He was, he was, yeah. he was absolutely crazy, Hextall. So Great to watch, watch, though. Man. Yeah, but yeah, that's there's Seattle's got some options, man. They're going to be able to put together a pretty good coaching staff there, and it's you I know, won't so even too, some of these guys might even end up being assistants there. You know, you never, you never know how it shakes out. They got a lot of options to to choose from, and I think they end up with a, a pretty a good. good Pretty good coach and a pretty good situation to to start this. Money Jared Carlot goes and takes the Seattle Kraken job. It would right, (laughs) like like like, the two like he did so well right for the first team. Yeah, he's like the expansion uh, the expansion whisper. Expert, you know. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. I hope he does actually, just for the sake of that. Like that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. He's the go-to. So I would say to, I would ask you again. Uh, do you remember who I said? Galad, Boudreaux, Julien, uh, Gonberg, Moore, Todd Nelson. A couple guys that like, uh, like, who do you think would seriously get the job? Like, what's your opinion? Like, who? Do, I think, who would you uh, ask? Who would you like to get the job? To be honest, who would you? Like, look out of the out of that list. I think the best guy they could probably bring in is Brandon Moore. But I don't think Brandon Moore is going anywhere. I think Brandon Moore is going to stay in Carolina, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Julien, Boudreaux, Gallant. Boudreaux is one of those coaches that he's got he that reputation. He's, he's a, yeah. Well, he's got the reputation that he can't win in the playoffs. And playoffs. I hate that fucking like it's it, we have that perception with everyone until like anyone who doesn't win the cup early in their career. I want to hear his record too, Bruce Boudreaux, by the way. Quickly. Yeah, his record's yeah, amazing. Right Five, six, seven to three oh two losses, man. And hundred and fifteen yeah, yeah. OT losses. Oh, it's a, he's, I think he's yeah. like the winningest regular season coach that hasn't won a Stanley Cup before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah he's got to be, man. I guess it's, it's wild. That's a crazy record, man. That's, that's I, like, insane. I don't know. I, I don't like that narrative. Like I, The older I get, the more I look at that narrative. It's kind of fucking chintzy uh, that a coach mm-hmm. can't win in the playoffs. And I don't know. I feel like Boudreaux Coaches are might meant to like a... evolve and, and kind of learn from their yeah. mistakes, right? So technically, at one point, he's gonna like laws of averages. Fuck, he's gonna win, right? He's gonna he's gonna get it together. And he's gonna figure it out. I would just, think just, like I don't come on. I don't think he was that severely out coached in his and most I recent. Think, yeah, that's a good point too. Actually, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a good point. And I, I don't think look too, at him because he's he's a little 
he's a little stuff like it's been what, like over a year and a half or so he's been uh not coaching so it's been a while since he coached right so like that that'll give him like if he does get the job maybe he'll, he'll get that actual push towards maybe doing something in the playoffs if anything yeah right? i mean it's just it's, I, I don't know that's just my take on it you know and it, i don't think he'll let it consume him either because I don't know. He's he's older now too, right? Technically, he's what almost yeah, seventy years 66. old. So he's, sixty-six. He's got a bit of experience, right? Uh, sorry, six, he's yeah. Do that. He's getting 66, up there, right? Sixty-six. Yeah. Sixty-six. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Yeah. Six-six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's almost yeah. seventy. That's why. Yeah, he's yeah, getting up sorry. there. Um, so but yeah, it, I, yeah, he interests me, and even you know Julian yeah. interests me too. I wonder what Julian is gonna gonna take from his time in Montreal. You know, like he's he's also a coach that's adapted and and evolved over the years and. You know, obviously, in, you would have liked to have seen him do that while he was still running the Canadians or while he was still the head coach of the Canadians. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. uh, I, I'd be curious about him. But I think, I think honestly, I'm looking more at like Boudreaux or Gallant. I, I'd like to see either of them in there. I want to see I Gallant, to be honest. That would be awesome to see him just go at it with another expansion team, man. Yeah, that'd be really cool seeing Gallant do that. You know, like, and his 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 and, exit. And even when in, he got fired in Vegas, too. I didn't, like, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan of that fire. Well, you, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it either. And was that, that was the one no where sense. he, was it Florida or was it Vegas where he got fired? Like, it was at the hotel and he had no, to. No, it was Florida. It was Florida. Florida but uh, uh, the new, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, like, equipment staff, like, helped him, like, pack his stuff. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. whatever. But like he he explained after it's just his way of like he had to go somewhere he's getting he's getting out of the like he was like there's no reason for him to stay there you know what I mean? he was going yeah, somewhere anyway that's fair like, and they were just helping him you know it Good on him worse for off that, you know. I didn't realize it, looked, he came it, looked, on just, it just looked worse off than what it really yeah. was, you know. That's well, good, again, good on him for that's just it's a show of a good person that he would come out and be like, yeah, right, yeah, he's not bitter about what just yeah, happened, you know, just like and, yeah, and kind pump of like, the brakes. I, I was just leaving because I wanted to leave too, right? Because the picture looked horrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It's it, the optics of it looked really bad. So good, to, good on him for doing that. And he was a good coach in Vegas. Like he does, again, he does have his blind spots, but he's a good coach, and I'd be curious to see what he would do in uh, in Seattle for sure. Definitely. So one of those two for sure. Um, aside from the coaches, the other, the recent news, the playoff picture is now clear. We know who all the matchups are going to be. Oh baby, oh baby, oh baby. Montreal, Toronto. First time in forty-two years, I think that they're they're playing 70s, in the playoffs. Yeah, That's seventy-one, I think, or something. Or, uh, so, no, seventy, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it was 40, sixty-nine yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it was a while ago. Crazy, man. Oh my, Don't blame oh us because we can't oh count. We have, well, we haven't seen that in our lifetime. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I had to stop myself. Like I, I was I was sure that they played in a playoff series in me my too. lifetime. Me too. I me didn't too. realize. Me too. Yeah, me neither. It, like, it really yeah. yeah. I can't believe uh, they, that Toronto they always plays fucking Ottawa, I find. They had a bunch Yeah, Toronto of always would Ottawa. play them. Yeah. So maybe that's why I'm like I'm thinking, ah, oh, like there must have been one with Montreal. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Crazy, man. Like Or even like, like I remember like, like you think about that. You know. Like the, like the Montreal Toronto rivalry in like the like right after the lockout was like pretty decent. Yeah. I remember it being like there was there was some more juice That's to where, it. Like, was that Doug Milt? When was Doug Milt playing for Montreal? That was right before the lockout. I think. I think that might have been the last right before, year before right? the lock. It was either yeah. 02 or three or I was, sure, 03, I was I sure that they played each other in the playoffs around that time. By the way, I was like, oh, they I must thought have, like, so, yeah, around series. in that <laughs> window or early lockout yeah. or something. Yeah, I thought they yeah. had. Sorry, but sorry, no. post lockout. Sorry, go on. No, yeah, it was just that just like they had a decent rivalry. So like when I think back to that yeah. period. Yeah. It was surprising. I was like, I was sure that that was part of it, that they had played in the playoffs in a playoff series. Right? Yeah, it's surprising. That's <laughs> going to be an interesting series sense, to watch. Right? <laughs> when you look at these, like, which which ones are you like most excited to to watch here? There's some good series. Ooh. Yeah, there's a couple. Okay, Connor, obviously, Connor in playoff mode. Mm-hmm. 
against Winnipeg. I think they're going to take care of them. Against well, Montreal, Toronto is a bit of given, but I'm looking more on the other side, on the western side here. Cause There's some good ones out there. I like, I like, dude, like it's 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 obvious, but Colorado and Vegas, like they're top they're top teams. So like, I just want to see if they're actually going to pull this off, and then I want to see Vegas and Colorado maybe show up in the second round. But I'm, yeah. I'm looking, paying attention to those, and like, because Minnesota is also a team that just like. They they don't like being beat, right? So it's, no. it's going to be very interesting. And they're also, they overachieve every fucking year, yeah. big time this year. And they're they're good defensively. St. Louis bad year, but like they're also known usually for being a more it, more defensive oriented team, physical team. So yeah, they're, it's not they're the, also like that's another one too. Like that's Minnesota and St. Louis are two teams. Like they're good. Uh, like uh, not a, not a measuring stick, but they're good competition. It's a good test for Colorado and Vegas yeah. to see if they're going to be able to yeah. fight with these teams, and then they're they're going to really. I, I think it's going to be like two good, well fought series here. I think so you know? too. That division's yeah. been crazy all year too, right? So it's really going to be interesting. I yeah. could see I could see Colorado St. Louis going Colorado's way pretty easily if St. Louis doesn't. The thing is, St. Louis like is a four, they won the cup a couple of years ago, right? Like two three years exactly. ago. Exactly. So. Yeah. It, like they've got enough there. They've underachieved this year, but they've they have a lot enough of people on paper. Too that are still kind of there from exactly. the cup run, you know, like exactly. it's, it's, it's not that far off. And like, they yeah. kept those guys. It wasn't that many rentals or like, it was like all That's guys it. from their system. It's, it's, it it's a good really team on paper. Nice. There's a good team yeah, there on paper. Right. So if they find it's their good, game in the playoffs, it's a good playoff team on paper. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it says, yeah, and anyways. Bennington too. If Bennington finds his game in the playoffs and gets that save percentage up yeah. uh, higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a potential, right? So, yeah. yeah, I like it. Like Washington, well, you, Boston what, uh, is going to be what, an interesting. Yeah, one. yeah that's that's another. There's a couple of interesting ones, right? Yeah, yeah Boston too. Yeah. I honestly like. I, I like honestly, how. Well, I, I like. I just. I like. I like the Canadian division just because it's so close. I don't know why. Yeah. I just like it so far. I, it's just. I don't know. Edmonton, Winnipeg, is going to be interesting. I think Edmonton comes out of that one. I don't know though. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I want to see Connor. Uh, Connor go against Connor. Mission. I want to see him on. Yeah, I want to see him on that mission, man. Actually, Connor go against Connor and Connor. I was talking about Connor Hellebuck, but Kyle yeah, Connor Hellebuck and Connor. Uh, yeah, uh, Kyle, Kyle Connor. Connor. <laughs> but yeah, those ones, and, and all, dude, Florida Tampa Bay. It's a great first round. Florida Tampa Bay, even Carolina Nashville. Like I bizarrely was watching more Nashville games down the stretch because of UC Saros. Yeah, and like they're, Saros, I don't, yeah. I don't like them, and they piss me off because they're they're underachievers. I love too. Carolina. Yeah, I, love I love Carolina, Carolina too. But like it's, I just for some reason have more of a like a slightly more emotional investment in Nashville than than normal because normally I'm not. Florida's pretty cool because of the Florida Tampa. It's the uh, Florida, Florida. The that's Florida never State. happened either. Yeah, yeah, right. I think right. That, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Easy, I'm pretty sure that's the first one. So that's gonna be cool too. Flor- Florida technically finished higher in the standings than than Tampa. Than Tampa. Yep. yep. So that's crazy. They really didn't. Uh, that that wasn't a hot streak. They they just are a good team this year. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Kevin, the Bobrovsky watch. Bobrovsky! Uh, the season's done. He didn't have a good one. <laughs> no, did not at all. We'll talk about that in the quick hits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, let's do that. Let's get to quick hits here. We had a, this has been yeah, a, a nice, we've been, nice we've intro. been chatting. I know. I yeah. Know. I've noticed. I'm I'll start. I uh, noticed. <laughs> I'll ask you first. I'll ask you first. Ask me first. All right, go for it. Ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. Name me your three MVPs on the year. I got Philip Grubauer, Marc Andre Fleury, and Alex DeBrinkat. Name your three biggest disappointments. Jordan Bainton, Miro Heiskanen, and Carey Price. Yeah. Name your three biggest steals. Mark J. Fleury, 198th overall. Jacob Chikrin, free agent, added on January 17th. So that's uh, nice. the end of the first week. And Nicholas Ehlers, 144th overall. That's the team we, we share there, man. Yeah. So good. Chikrin so we good. share too, actually. We share that team. Yeah, that team too. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. 
guys on your radar for next year. I still that pickup. What's that? Yep. I still don't remember who made that pickup. I can't remember. I, I know we both him. liked I think him. We, I think we both. Yeah, I think we, we both. talked about him. Anyways, yeah, we might have yeah, decided we'll talk, on it together. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about him later. Oh, yeah, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> guys on your radar for next year that you weren't looking at in this year's draft. Okay, I got Alex DeBrincat, Kirill Kaprasov, and Adam Fox. Nice. Uh, goalie Voodoo. Three goalies you think will have a good season next year, not counting Vasilevsky and Hellebuck. Yeah. These are these are these are locks, all right? These all these three guys are gonna have great seasons. <laughs> There's no chance that they don't. These are guaranteed. Chris Drager. Okay, Chris Drager. Chris Drager on <laughs> some team. On on Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll be on Florida. You'll see. You'll see. We're probably, we're probably gonna be one A, one B, but it'll be Drager the one A, all right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Jeremy Swayman on Boston. Yeah. And um in Carolina, Alex uh Neglob uh how do, you, how do you pronounce his name? Nadelkovic, I think. I Alex Nadelkovic. Nadelkovic. There we go. I don't want to mess Nedeljkovic, that up. Nadelkovic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. So name me your three MVPs of the year. Okay, so Joe Pavelski, I got him 185th overall. UC Saros, who was a free agent down the stretch, and Connor McDavid, which I had to. How can you? I'm glad you said it though. To be honest, yeah, it was on our teams too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was gonna skip over him because it's so obvious, but at the same time, like, there's no other player that was yeah, well, as yeah. valuable. Yeah. Name, name your three biggest disappointments. Carey Price, 56th overall. Patrick Line, 25th. That was us too. Freddie Anderson, 48th. Oh. Name your three best picks. Uh, Joe Pavelski was, was one of them. Yeah, yeah three steals. If I'm, if I'm not counting Pavelski, I would say Thomas Hurdle in the the Hot Sauce League. I got him 116th overall, and he ended up finishing the season ranked 21st. And that was with missing some injury uh, time to injury. Uh, Nick Ehlers yeah. at 144. We got the, together. Yeah, and yeah. Kirill Kaprasov at 150 in oh, wow. uh, our other deep league. Him, yeah, that's a nice spot. Uh, guys that are on your radar for next year that weren't uh, on your radar this year, and you were looking at them this, at them this year. This was so hard to choose. I'm, I just settled yeah. on Jason Robertson, Martin Nachas, and Cole Caulfield. But Cole Caulfield could have been Trevor Zegers too, but I'm going Caulfield. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. It's the younger guys, man. It's yeah. the young man's league. I like that. All right, you got some goalie exactly. voodoo. Goalie voodoo. I think we'll yeah. have a good season next year. Sorokin, Cam Talbot, and Shesterkin in uh, the New York the Rangers, the Rogan man, and the Islanders man. That's a yeah. Good pick. Oh yeah. I think that's uh, that's a really good situation for him. All right. So we start with uh, your MVPs. Sure. 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 So we Joe Pavelski. We just what kind of kind of yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I mean, man, I, I I've loved every opportunity I've had to talk about Pavelski this year. I drafted him 19th round, 185th in our money league. His final rank on the year was nine. So like that is one of the best. That's one of the best picks I've ever made in fantasy, honestly. And I had to I hold on goals, to him. Man. Early in the year, too, when they had the, the outbreak, they started the year with the outbreak, and I had to keep him on my bench. I couldn't stash him anywhere. There was no IR spot I could put him on. He was uh, COVID or NA or whatever the hell it was. But that's definitely... They had the outbreak, and he didn't have... Like, if he didn't have COVID, then, like, he could like, he wasn't on the injury list. Exa- like, yes, so exactly. Put him on the IR exactly. Plus, which is you know, stupid. one of the problems we had. You know? So stupid. Yeah. Everyone's missing the time. It doesn't matter if you actually have... Anyway, regards. Uh, so Pavelski was my number one. Saros, close second. Maybe, you know what? Saros might even be my number one because down the stretch, he saved my goaltending in, like, four different leagues. He was a league winner Me in too. two of them. In yeah. one of my leagues. We ha- Yeah, we had him in one of ours. It was... He really... Uh, <laughs> What a tank. He was incredible down yeah. the stretch. I had goaltending that was all over the place. Again, like I missed on Price. I missed on Anderson. I missed on uh, Jerry had a really rough start. I missed on Bobrovsky. Like, my goalies that I, I chose this year 
did not go well. So he and Jack Campbell actually really helped me out down the stretch. Um, and McDavid is obvious, you know, like McDavid was just incredible. He was so good, you know, like a, yeah. just that much better than anyone else that I, I almost overlooked it again. Cause it's so easy to choose him, but you got to mention him. My honorable mention yeah. for this is Jason Robertson. I got him as a free agent mm. right as he was just starting to heat up. Like he was under 10% owned when I got him and he was incredible for me down the stretch too. Like he ended up finishing over the past, like f- several months, he was like ranked in the top 20. It was it was impressive. Yeah, he's he too like the way he's playing as well, playing with that confidence. As yeah, well, it's, uh, big time. It's really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's burst onto the scene, man. It's it's so weird too. He's he's Nick Robertson's older brother, eh? The, the Nick Robertson in Toronto, the little sniper, the five nine yeah, sniper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And like that, Jason actually. Robertson's like he's six three. He's a big boy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's playing, like, he's playing super well too. Oh, big time. It's a good guy yeah. to have. Yeah, yeah. It's a good guy. Honestly, like once again, those those rookies we were talking about right this year, they're just. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, they really came on strong too. Remember, we were talking early in the year. We wanted to talk about the rookies, and we went over them. And it was like, oh, like it's not like an overwhelmingly powerful class, or it wasn't at that point. Yeah. But it was like a lot of just like there was just a lot of good players that were you know hanging in there. And then as the year yeah. went on, some of them started to really separate themselves, right? Yeah, the they also, in a and... lot of them had yeah, but a lot of them had like big roles on teams too, like the yeah. coaches and everybody was counting on them. It seemed like I don't know they were a big part of the teams that they're exactly. That's a like, huge thing. So cool. Right. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. And like, like I look at the guys in Jersey, right? There was uh, Sharangovich and Kukinen, and those guys were getting like fucking twenty minutes a night. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. they had yeah. solid, exactly. impressive point totals Another. based on the expectations. But they like the, the 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 roles they had, like you said, like they were. It was a meaty role that they were playing on their teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For MVPs, what about you? Yep, I had Phil Grubauer, which uh, got him a little late in our money league too. I think I drafted yeah, him ninety eighth. I remember my teams. Like I kept. Yeah, <laughs> so um, he's obviously he's been my rock man all year long. One ninety five goals against average, nine twenty three save percentage, seven shutouts, man. Like Ridiculous. I always played this guy. It's just thirty wins on the year. You know what I mean? Seven shutouts and with with missing a bit of time. Yeah, seven shutouts in a, man. In a like, shortened um, year. Yeah. He's, wow. And telling you, man, this guy. Like he would win those matchups where they had obviously if you have yeah. shutouts, which is most leagues, which is like, oh my god! Every like, like I, like, I never not played Grubauer. I always played Grubauer yeah. no matter what, basically. Which like, what I a and Flurry too. Like let's let's take a second to just acknowledge that those were both on the same team. That was in our money yeah. league. That was in the most competitive yeah. league that both of us played. Picks later, I get hundred ninety eight. There's there were literally <laughs> there's no combination of goalies that you could have chosen that would have been better. Yeah, based on where you got them, I was telling you too. I was telling you this the first year. I, I like you said, I, I think you even said it too. Like, I'll never be this satisfied with my goalies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ever again. Like, and like, that's what I can like hope to get this, but like, it's like, I'm going to be like sad about not having what I had this year with goalies. And yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> just, I mean, look, you went through years of you. Uh, this is the first year that it really, really went like went completely right. But in the past, you've had some rough years where goaltending was a. Again, goalie voodoo, right? You just you got burned yeah, on I, goalies, and I, I not because it out in the end, you know what I mean? It's frustrating that I, I sort of didn't pull it out in the end, you know. Anyways, it's yeah, just, uh, and like it's just because right now, like it's just not having that even that thought of who you're playing. All right, this guy's been this guy's playing. All right, put these guys. Ah, oh, do I look at dropping this guy? You know, like I never even yeah. had like I never thought about dropping any of my goalies ever. Like I, I fuck, I don't think I ever had that any of my leagues ever. Like yeah, fuck, yeah. that's which is amazing. Yeah, Six years now we've been playing this crap. You know, so yeah, yeah. Not even one thought, you know, like no, I'm not dropping anybody. You know, it's so it's so cool. Like going into your week knowing that you got your three goalies that are just going to be good for you the Great whole week. Feeling. You know, so yeah, 
Wow. Meanwhile, like yeah. I was, I had fuck, dude. I had Price, Jerry, and Bobrovsky to start the year, and I'm I'm sitting there with like all three of them. Like, what am I like? Am I dropping? Who am I dropping? Who's going first? You know, you like, know yeah, that, yeah. Who's it's it gonna be? Like, fuck. Yeah. So yeah. So my other one was uh, the Brinkat, and I put him in here because um, I didn't actually freaking draft him, but just I saw his stats this year, which are impeccable, man. He's he's, he's a point a game, a point a game player, thirty two goals in fifty two games, yep. man. Thirty two goals, man. Huge year. Nine nine goals on the power play, and he's got nine power play assists, so eighteen total power play points, man. That's 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 I think a beauty. So and he's got seventy hits on the year too, so that's yeah. more than a hit a game. So it's Throws just like it eh, you bit, know. Man. I remember him being a little aggressive too, so yeah. he's a feisty little kid, right? Yeah, he's so yeah. honestly, like I said, I, I didn't draft him, so I won't give him a draft. I won't give a draft position, but like, man, it's just, it's just, it was fun to see. And like, I always saw him too on the scoreboard. I, I usually watch the uh, NHL.com uh, the scoreboards and all that too. I'm like, the Brinkat again, the Brinkat again. You know, I'm like yeah. really, I'm like, that's why he's, he he made me take notice this year, you know. And I honestly, it's I don't know, he's, he's he played well this year. It's just not a super super yeah, uh, big bounce back. Big bounce back here for yeah, him. yeah, just productive. Like you, you can see that the goals came too. You know, it's the yeah. goals. Like I, I, I like the guys that score thirty two. Man, he's not that far off from those top guys. Not at all. That's a huge so, year. Yeah. He's uh, he's an yeah, elite goal scorer. He is. Anyways, he's close. He's up there. You know, I haven't yeah. checked. I should have checked that before. But I yeah, think he was he's third. Up there, man. So he was right up there. Uh, right it up was there Austin, sure. Leon, Connor, and then him. I think. Did Connor really? got thirty three? Or did uh, Leon finish out of Connor? Oh no. With the Brinkat, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. No, Austin, was... Austin, Connor, to Brinkat. Holy shit. Connor, he was one goal behind Connor. And then Connor. Leon. Yeah, and then yeah Leon, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Connor had three. 33. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So that's why he's an MVP for me, by the way. It's just that too as well. Definitely, yeah. And he was going around yeah. like in the like 80 to 100 range in a lot of drafts. So. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We were talking about him too. Uh, and like as one of the guys that like I, f- I feel like it was maybe a bit of size bias in there. Like. He had a 40-goal season under his belt, and then last year was a disappointment, but he wasn't, like, getting the kind of bounce-back draft positions that I think you would see with a lot of guys that yeah. were, And he's got to you know, play with Kane, too, right? That so that's another interesting. Yeah. It would have been cool if someone was aiming for him after, like, you draft Kane. That'd be a cool little yeah, combo. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, really, yeah. seriously. So, yeah, but like yeah. I said, he wasn't even, like I said before, he wasn't even on my radar, right? So I Yeah, even I know. I didn't look enough at him either, honestly. Yeah. I think we're part of that group that had that bias, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, you can go with your three biggest disappointments. Uh, yeah, Price. I mean, talked about Price a little bit. Price, obviously, you know, he ended the year with a concussion, but even when he was healthy, at no, yeah, this was the first too. year that I can remember that Price didn't even get hot. Like he played sure. well. There was a month where he played about nine twenty, and I guess you can consider that him getting hot. He did play good hockey. Obviously, if you're getting nine twenty save percentage or, or higher over a month that's very good hockey but he never looked like he found his groove like he never looked like he locked in and became you know carry price in his element you know and that was that was tough dude i i, I invest i really thought he was going to do well this year with a much better team and much deeper team in front of him and it just didn't happen and then patrick line third round we picked him 25th overall in that league and we were focusing more on goal scoring and stuff too and we we won that league i think too if i'm not mistaken either we either won or finished in second Okay. But line A was what like that's one of the worst picks anyone could have made this year, especially if you made it that high. You know, it's uh, yeah, that's, uh, especially uh, everything that happened to him this year too, right? That's another uh, yeah factor put in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this team. It was it could be finished second in this team in the draft. We had McDavid first, Gensel twenty fourth, line A twenty fifth, 
Anderson, Freddie Anderson, 48th, JT Miller, 49th. And JT Miller obviously like missed some time with Vancouver and it didn't end up yeah. having a great season, understandably. So we had yeah. some misses there. And then like we had Nylander, William Nylander, and then Brock Besser, another guy, another Vancouver guy that, you know, victim of circumstance. And then Eric Carlson, like we, we really had to reshape this team to, to turn it yeah. into a, a near winner anyway. Yeah. Close to. Yeah. yeah. Um, late doing that. Yeah, and aside from that, it was Freddie Anderson. It's just a similar price, you know. Freddie Anderson is usually the guy that I can pick and rely on to to you know put up solid, Especially consistent on numbers Toronto this year, right? Yeah, but last yeah, year, <laughs> I mean, I guess last year wasn't a fluke. Like, there's something yeah. going on there. Maybe there's injury trouble. I've heard rumblings that after a knee injury a few years ago, he hasn't been the same. So. That was disappointing for sure. A couple honorable mentions for sure that I have here was um, Blake Wheeler. Got him in the second round, 24th overall. He was a big disappointment this year, especially in a league with minuses. And Quinn Hughes. I drafted Quinn Hughes, fifth round, 45th overall in the Hot Sauce League, and he ended up finishing in the ranked in the 200s. Like, not good at all. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. Yeah. That's, yeah. A good, that's a good honorable mention. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, Pretty it's disappointing. Rough. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, so I had price as well, too. Yeah. Uh, me was Jordan Bainton. He was my first goalie yeah. in the uh, the money league we have there. I think it was a 39th overall or something like that. Um, Can you imagine if you hadn't taken him and you like you focused on just getting another talented like forward or defenseman, and then got Grubauer yeah. and fucking Flurry? Like, yeah, but my 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 team was pretty well rounded. That's why. Oh, yeah. I like my Big team time. this year. Yeah, yeah. And like, it wasn't a bad pick. Like, I'm just saying, like hindsight, okay you know, like imagine, like, like your yeah. team would have been yeah, no, that there's, much. There's a couple. Yeah. 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 Fuck, man. Yeah, Would have been sure. insane. But at the time, yeah, it was the right pick. Especially, there was a run on goalies in our league at that point, if I remember right. There was a run happening, and, like, it was time to pick a goalie. Yeah, there was a run, and, like, pretty much all the options I was looking at, even the guys that I, look, I was looking at later, oh, yeah, Hellebuck just got picked, and that was the guy I was looking at. Wow. So was, yeah. yeah. Binnington and Rask. Rask got picked right after. Well, I looked at this guy. To, well, yeah. We got Carter Hurt right after that, too. Samson, oh man, like we take him. Goalie was getting picked right after, yeah. So even Freddie Anderson got picked right after. It's like he was technically Bennington was like the best goalie to pick at the time, you know. Yeah, goalies like, really. There was a lot of goalie voodoo this year, man. There was some really disappointing yeah. goalies this year. Uh, meant to be with a shortened season. Yeah. So yeah, he's just been. Well, he's got a nine ten save percentage too, and like Bennington used to be the guy that like you would always have him winning, and he had a lower goals against average. He seemed to be pretty consistent for two years, and I thought this would be like. Goalies take longer to develop, and when they get like comfortable in the league, then they start playing like his well, and you yeah. can count on them. You know, I thought was his reputation was he wins games, and like he his save percentage is actually decent. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, uh, like he just he just gets the the job done. You know, that's what his, his reputation was starting to be, which that's what happened when he won the cup, right? So that's what yeah, was he was amazing. To see that. Yeah. yeah. My my second one was uh, Miro Heiskanen. I drafted him eighth, 89th overall. Yeah. He's just had I don't know. He, it's not like with you we were talking about Kane having like he was he was putting up points but just not enough and like I thought yeah. Heiskanen would put up a bit more he's only got 27 points on the year he hit eight goals so he's got only 11 power play points too and there's the Klingberg effect there too but he seemed like the player that would kind of take kind of like how Dahlin was last year for for Buffalo right so yeah the guy was like also that's my honorable mention would be Dahlin I didn't really draft him but I picked him up you had yeah you, just, you bid on him I was you put down a good amount of money I was hoping yeah I put a bit of money on him exactly I was hoping for yeah. something more out of him too and like he did pick it up at the end like we we're talking about right yeah that's why I, I got to get him just kind of stayed like lackadaisical kind of just like meh nothing really happened you know so and he, he looked yeah. more yeah. dynamic when I saw him play and 
and they're playing him. That's the thing. He's his average time on ice this year was twenty four minutes and fifty eight seconds. Twenty five minutes, man. It's and that like was Dolly. Uh, no, that's Heiskanen. Heiskanen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Heiskanen was twenty five minutes of freaking game, man. You know, wild. So, yeah. Anyways, so like, there's he's still playing. That's why. That's why I couldn't drop him too. Like he's he's playing, so it's not like he's just the afterthought. You know, after yeah. uh, Klingberg, let's say. You know, so it's, yeah. It's, I don't know. That's what I was worried about, honestly. Like I, that was the reason I avoided him, and I'm glad ultimately that I did. And for all the times I'm wrong, I was right on that one. Yeah. But it's also like he, he, at the same time, it's not that he couldn't have had offensive success. It's not that I was like sure he wasn't going to. I still think even next year, maybe next year is going to be the year it happens. It's just when, as long as you've got Klingberg there and him playing such a big role, you yeah. never know so look, how it's going to shake example, out. Like Sam Girard, right? Really put up yeah. points from a car was in the, in the driver's seats, and he's putting yeah. up points on the power play too. So it's just Devon Taves too. Know. There was a lot to go around yeah. there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. See, so there's like there's still possibilities for defensemen that are because he said they're dynamic players, right? That they're, they're they're offensively driven too. So that's what's yeah. uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. And that's it for me, actually. Yeah, it's it's your last guy. But, uh, so yeah, it's going to those. Uh, yeah, because we had Carey Price. Yeah, that's Price. right. Yeah. My honorable mention was Bobrovsky, but we drafted him late. We knew what we were getting with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not really much to elaborate on Bobrovsky. Good thing. We hoped he. Not much to get. There's not much to get disappointed at because like you aren't really like counting on him technically, yeah. right? So <laughs> I was going. I was going to ask you for you your three biggest steals. Yes, three biggest steals. Uh, Pavelski is there, um, yeah. but I'll I'll, I'll yeah. ignore him. I'll go with the hurdle. I did. I said hurdle Ehlers and uh, Kaprizov. Hurdle was great in the hot sauce league because he gets, you know, he gets points and everything, but also gets faceoff wins, and faceoff wins were worth the full half a point in this league. So he was a, a very valuable player for me. Uh, Ehlers, I mean, man, uh, who expected? Ehlers was the guy every year that was going to get like, you know, fifty-five to sixty-five-ish points, but not get much power play time. And then this year he started getting a bigger role and getting a bit more power play time. And you know, he, and ultimately one forty-four, I got him and or we got him, I can't remember which league it was, and, and he ended up ranked 48th in that in league. So that's, league, yeah. We finished second in that league, I'm pretty sure. Too. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty well, good player there. Pretty big choice. Good spot. Um, that's a great and spot. Kaprizov, I mean, yeah, I got him at 150th overall in the the Kessel League there, and his rank ended up being 30th in, in that league, so that was decent. Yeah. My honorable mentions yeah, would be... Yeah, 10 on the uh, year too, which helped in that league, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mentions, I had uh, Tyson Barry... I got him at 96th overall in our money league, and he ended up ranked nine, uh, 39th. Suzuki, I got 165th in the same league, and he ended up ranked 74th. And Brady yeah, Kachuk. He's always, he's always getting uh, pushed aside of it too, right? I like, yeah. I like I had him in a couple of my teams. I even had him in a public league where I just held on to him. Yeah, exactly. He, he didn't get enough uh, attention, I don't think. And Brady Kachuk, yeah. I got in the fourth round, 48th overall, and I believe he was in a, a public league, and he ended up ranked 11th. And that was the thing with Brady Kachuk nice. is like I, I valued him as kind of like a fourth rounder, but all, like honestly, he's like second round, maybe you know, yeah, might even end up being in the, the first round guy, conversation. Right? Yeah, he's really up there. No, I, I believe yeah. that too. He shoots and hits so much, like he's a league yeah. leader or close to it in both. You know, like I think he was yeah. one two, in uh, in shots and 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 hits. Like he was in the top two for both. One of them he was first, so. Pretty think impressive. It's, uh, shooting actually is in first, man. He shoots there it is. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's second in hits. Yeah. yeah. Or he was anyway, last I saw. So those are my guys. I had uh, Mark Andre Fleur, which we spoke about before, yes, and Ehlers, which we spoke about before too. So those yep. are two of my guys. And then I got Jacob Ch- uh, Chicken, which we both yes. like this guy. I picked him yeah. up uh, in a public league on January 17th, which is the end of the first week, man. Yes, sir. So this guy, 
Holy man, what a what a nice ride, eh? Yep, I was so it was so <laughs> Just... nice watching him. He he also dealt with like a, an injury, I think, in junior, and I know in his draft year, he was picked. What year was it? It was 2016. So that was the Austin Matthews draft, and like for a while, like there was chatter about him being in the conversation for maybe even number one. Like before it was clear that Matthews and Line were Matthews and Line, um, and he slipped like late in the season in people's rankings, but he didn't slip for any like good reason. Like he slipped basically because everyone else finished the season. Like they, they all got hot kind of thing and had a really strong end to the season. Whereas he just kept chugging along consistently performing like he had all year. And it it was one of those things where he dropped for a reason that didn't seem that legitimate. So like there was always that star potential in him. So when I saw he was succeeding and, and having the kind of success he had this year, I was like, Oh, Chikrin, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember who we replaced with him. I don't know who we, we didn't dropped. Have defense. That's where we had the whole Keith Yano debacle because of the coach. Oh yes, uh, that's right. Like, sitting yeah. him out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We were, it's all it was all wacky at the beginning of the year with that. So I think we both agreed on Jacob Chikrin. I think we both and then went for yeah, it. Like we were. Then Yandel didn't think... miss time, and we got no. him. I I had to grab him back. back. Yeah, we had three D at one point too, and we yeah. had to buy, get him back. You know, yeah. It was, it was a whole it was a whole thing. Whole debacle. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, man, what a season. 56 games, 18 goals, 41 points for Jacob Chikrin. That's a that's a hell of a year. Yeah, man. You got you, uh, three guys on your radar for next year that you weren't looking at this year, in the, this year's draft. So who are you maybe looking at draft next year? Yeah, so Robertson. One of your rosters. Robertson's one, yeah. for sure. Nice. Uh, Martin Nachas is another. I think Nachas has a – he's got star oh, talent. Like, And so I think good. he's he's kind of – he's here. You know, he's arrived. And I think the full season with that – Top six in, in Carolina is going to be uh, could be pretty scary. I think he could be a, a steal in drafts next year. Hopefully, he's not going too firepower. high. What's that? Some good firepower over there in Carolina. Yeah, big time, big time. Uh, aside from Nate Chass, it was Caulfield, Cole Caulfield. He's looked man. He's he looks good. He doesn't look amazing, but he has. There's something about him. He's got that it factor. Like he's 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 a special player. Um, and it was, we've had this conversation. I've said this to you multiple times. I think when we talked about him, where it was like, you always wonder, you know, like he, he has that star quality. He has the, the, the elite abilities at, at lower level, at the college level. You always wonder a guy that size, how he's going to look at the pro oh, level and at the NHL level. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Sure. As yeah. good as you can be at lower levels, it could be exposed and you fall apart at the highest. In his case, it was like the first game. I watched him that it clicked and I was like, Oh, okay. That's how he's going to survive. Like, that's how he's going to not just, that's how he's going to thrive. Like, this is how he's going to be a very talented player in this league. So he's someone I'm looking at next year. You know, it's like, like we always talk about, it's the young guys, right? It's a young man's league now. So guys like him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Zegris. Like I said to you. Yeah. That's it. That's that next wave. There's going to be guys next year. There's going to be the new wave of Jason Robertson's and Neely Tolvanen's and what have you. Right. So it's going to be, uh, going to be cool. Those are the guys I'm looking at uh, nice. on my radar for next year that weren't on my dra- radar this year. What about you? Yeah. I got uh, well. I spoke about Alex Brinkat before. He was one of my MVPs, so that's yeah. another guy I'm looking at draft because he just scores a bunch of goals, and I think next year he's going to still play well. Not a bad I'll quality to have. Direction. Uh, honestly, we keep talking about like remember, I don't know if we kept talking about drafting players that are on good teams, and blah, blah blah. But that doesn't really matter in the end, technically. Like so, like I'm. That that might have been one of the reasons why I stayed away from away from him too. Is Chicago wasn't supposed to be a great team? That you know? me too. So, like, I was oh, just thinking that. 
Yeah. You know, so because we that, didn't have high hopes. That's not, it's hard to get through that, man. It's hard to be like, it ah, is. will they really produce as many points? As Dude, they like didn't a, have a goalie. A good team, you know, so. They yeah. didn't have a goalie. Like, no one thought Kevin Lankinen was going to step in and be a quality NHL starter, right? They didn't have a goalie exactly. and they didn't have Taves for the year. So it's yeah. not, it, yeah. I guess size wasn't the only factor for, for, uh, People sleeping cat. on Debrink. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's just, even though, like I, like I said, there's guys that are just kind of slightly proven. I know he had a down year. Anyway, it's just. 40 goal scorer, right? Like, he deserves yeah, a little more respect yeah. than that. Yeah. No respect. No respect. Well, with the young guns, actually, it's uh, Kirill Kaprizov was my, my other guy that I'm definitely looking at next year. I just love the way this kid skates. So uh, it's the no brainer to actually go for him. We spoke about him before. He's just ultimate gator. He's a good shooter. He's. He's a he's a dynamic player, right? So he's, he's, yeah. he's there's something about this kid, man. Like I said, he made Minnesota watchable before, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, he did. Come on, that's not, not too many people could do that, okay? Pretty remarkable stuff. <laughs> Even Eric Stahl, when he got all his what almost forty goals over that year, yeah, thirty some odd goals. I think he hit forty. Nope, he hit not 40? even watching that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like super entertaining hockey, you know. Like they, as much as they overachieved every year, it was never that much fun to watch, you know. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, and they were never this good. Box. What's that? They were never quite this good, right? Like the the it's been a while since the Wild have been this good. Like they they've had yeah. this good of a year. So no, it's true. That's a good point. And technically, you you had Boudreaux in the mix too before, right? So yeah, like it's nice. Exactly. To like it's a it's a new kind of good. You know what I mean? Let's see how yeah. this goes. It's that's different. It's not the same. Yeah. So it's uh yeah no it's uh that's why I'm looking to draft this kid, man. Yes, Minnesota's sir. looking all right too, you know, which is crazy to think because yeah, look too. Too great at the beginning, too, right? So yeah, exactly. So like I said, the last guy is Adam Fox. Just uh, he's, you were mentioning it, uh, top uh, scoring defenseman. He's got forty-seven points on the year. Wild. And he's actually a plus nineteen on a New York Rangers team that wasn't all. They, they were, you can see the potential, but like they're they're not winning a bunch of games. So that's they that's not bad, interesting. Guess, you know? Twenty-three power play points, man. Like you want to wow. know something crazy? Go on. Go open up your NHL app and look at the standings in the Mass Mutual East. Yeah, division. I saw I didn't... The, the 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 goal difference. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're twenty plus goals. Yeah, one of those they beat um, nine of those goals or eight of those is uh, is Philly. No, that was well, that's nine, that's, uh, is, that's the crazy thing is Philly's two points behind them. Philly still... finished two points behind them, fifty eight goals less wow. in their differential. They were minus thirty eight. The Rangers were plus twenty. So there, were, there was a significant – I didn't realize this either. I saw this on Twitter. I didn't realize it either. But they, they, I think, had bad luck, like, pretty high this year. It was a pretty – like, that was a pretty big factor, I think, this year. Okay. So, like, it's it's a, it's a good sign moving forward, you know, like, for guys yeah. like Adam Fox. A little, and, a little bit more puck luck. Yeah, exactly. Go. It explains, too, how a guy like Adam Fox can have that good of a plus-minus despite the fact that they missed the playoffs, you know? Like, it's a, it, it doesn't, yeah. like – Seems like it doesn't add up, but then you look at the goal differential, and it's like, oh, okay, like there's something. They they must have had some serious, like puck luck issues here. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering the games they actually lost. Maybe they're one goal games, if anything. Yeah, so yeah, it's true. Really I I don't know. Bit, I'm sure know? there could be more explanations, but you got delve into the numbers and everything. The game, yeah, got to be something, right? Yeah. yeah, and like that's a good sign though if they lose by one or two goals, technically, right? There's yeah. I remember they being they're they're kind of pesky, you know. They seem to kind of get that role this year right they, yeah they weren't the easiest thing to beat remember we we're picking picks uh daily picks or like down in new york uh you don't always count them losing really this no year. they, they got a good team pull up those wins yeah, yeah big time yeah exactly and there's no yeah. more tony d'angelo or brandon lamia so yeah true you got all the uh, the bad apples out yeah you know? exactly 
bought, got all the bad apples out of the big apple. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, good one, man. <sighs> You're one of those idea mans, aren't you, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leo. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, was it? The goalie voodoo's man. Goalie voodoo, yeah. That's what we're at, eh? Yeah, yeah. For me, we don't have to explain them really. I, well, we not really, yeah. yeah like. Uh, yeah. Sorokin Talbot. (laughs) We basically already talked about it. Like Sorokin Talbot, Shesterkin. Sorokin, the Islanders, very few teams that uh, are a better situation to to step into for a young goalie than the Islanders, I think. The the system is so tight defensively that it's going to give him every opportunity to succeed. And I think if Varlamov's still there, I think you'll see slightly less. It'll be more of a, an even split. You know, like it'll be a, he'll have a bigger role. I think um, Sorokin, I think he's going to have a good deal. At the end of the season, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's going to be more of the the mix they're going to do next year. As yeah, I think I think it'll long be long season too. It's going to help yeah. the Islanders. It's going to be the smart move to make this year. They could play their goalie a lot, their main goalie a lot, and it only had like forty games or forty five yeah. games under his belt, right? So it's exactly. Come on. And as soon year. as he's only played forty games going into the playoffs, that's gold. You know? Yeah, it was a weird year, different different circumstances, and like as soon as Sorokin is ready to go, like as soon as he's ready to take over as a full time starter, like he's they're gonna hand the keys over to him so i think uh, that could even be as early as next year year yeah yeah Uh, aside from him cam talbot similar situation just like it's a it's a very good system in minnesota for a goalie to play uh behind you know like it's it's it worked wonders this year he's he's a good goalie he's not a great goalie but he's a good goalie that fits well in the system he's in and his numbers reflected that of a great goalie so i'm looking at him as a guy to, to target in uh, in drafts, so he's probably gonna go a little lower than he should, I think. And aside from that, Shesterkin, which is you know New York, I think New, like we just New said, York, I think New York yeah. is uh, poised for a big year. A bit too. Yeah, yeah, not for sure. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, it's uh, Alex Delkovich. Now that I know how to say it, and nice. Carolina, because uh, you were mentioning this that uh, all three goalies, yeah. Reimer, Mrazek, and uh, Delkovich, are all free agents uh, at yes, the end of the sir. season. I don't know who's the RF who's the RFA. It's Nadalkovich. Uh, Nadalkovich. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's I I think he sticks around and maybe gets a bigger role next year. And he's played some pretty decent hockey this year. So uh, Chris Drager was in Florida. So I just think it's kind of a similar situation with Florida finally being an actual competing team. Bobrovsky not playing that well. He might be the A one A one B role. And you got Spencer Knight there too, right? Pushing. So That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. We'll what see what happens happen, there. Man. How everything shapes up. Bobrovsky is a problem. There, there. Like. He's the problem. Yeah, exactly. If it was just Drager and Spencer Knight, then they might yeah. have a cheap goalie option that was very Imagine reliable, their roster. They can rely on, you know? Yeah. Imagine like, so, where that $10 million, you know, like it's going elsewhere. They'd be even yeah. better. Ooh. Imagine. Yeah. It's a scary thought. But, eh? I like, wonder, I want, but I wonder if how good the goalies would have pushed, if anything, if they really need to push those those other goalies out. Yeah, we'll, it's true. You, know you would have I mean? basically like, – like Spencer Knight showed up at the end of the year, right? So like you would have right? been yeah. – like riding Drager the entire year with who knows as his backup. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the last one was Jeremy Swayman because uh, how well he's playing yeah. in Boston and it's another one yes, well set up team, right? So and um, Halak has struggled too ever since uh, he came back from it was a COVID diagnosis. I'm pretty sure he was it. Yes, yeah? he wasn't. I think he was on the he was on the COVID protocol. I'm pretty sure, but ever since he was out for a bit there and came back, he hasn't really been the same solid that you can rely on so and swayman's been really filling filling the blank pretty well here so and tuka tuka's been a little 
not spotty this year, but like he was hurt too, I think he's as well. Spotty. And yeah, I think he's been like, spotty. He opted out last year. Like I don't know, like Tuca, you never know what's going on with Tuca, right? Yeah. So, uh, and Boston's looking to maybe solve their goalie problem, if anything. And Swayman, I don't know. It's goalie voodoo, guys. Come on, let's do it. Tuca so, is like Swayman. every year. It feels like is like is he going to retire? Is what's going to happen? Like it feels like the past couple of years have just been weird question marks surrounding Tuka Rask. And I know like, I'm not even counting the stuff where he left the bubble. Like that's completely understandable. 100% yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah. I'm behind him on that. Just in general, it seems like there's been a sentiment that he, he's thinking about retirement, like thinking about retiring young. And I don't know. I just, it's tough to trust him. You know, like he does have that streakiness and I don't know, especially with Swayman now too. Swayman, I, I hope ends up being the guy, you know? Yeah. He, look, yeah. he looks good in there, man. He it's does, yeah. He's looking very good. It's crazy. Yeah. Seriously. All right, yeah. that's a quick hits. Yeah, good old quick hits. Oh, All right. Life, you know? Life. Oh, so, this was a wild year, wasn't it? Yeah. All we've got here is looking back on a wild year, looking forward to the playoffs, and optimistic about the future slash next season. You know, the vaccine rollout. Hopefully we got an 82-game season and no outbreaks and have fans. You know, like, This year was wild because of the outbreaks, right? Big just how they affected a couple teams at a time and for long periods of time. And we knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know how it was all going to shape out, you know? Exactly. So it's just, it was strange, man. And we're like, you said too, we hope for a full 82 game season next year with hopefully no big outbreaks. I can imagine a player will get COVID or something or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'll, sure. But like, there's no big outbreaks. There's no, uh, you know, they, they have their, um, their system in checks too. Cause they have the, um, they're screening stuff, right? They test every X amount of days or something. Yeah, every it's, day, I think. It's every day, I think. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think, I think so. it's different per where you live, too, I think. I Maybe, think yeah. yeah. Differently, I think. But I don't want to, I don't want to, that's what I want to say. But I, I know a lot of places, it's a lot of teams, it's uh, it's every day. So they make sure everything's all right. And I think, like I said, they'll have a system in place that, like, the players will be protected. And if anything comes out, they'll, they'll, they'll be quick and act quickly. And they won't have... The big spread, hopefully, you know what I mean? I think they should, I don't know, we'll see there. Like I hopefully, said, like, there. lessons learned from this year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like us in commissioning, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, what a year it was for us as commissioners. Jeez. Pretty, pretty wild, eh? Ending with, yeah, that got wild. End of the year, we had a, quite the headache in our league. that yeah. ultimately resulted in one manager uh, unceremoniously being shown the door. But... Mm. Uh, ultimately it was just a crazy year overall like it was it was it was just yeah. a wild year and and finally things feel back like to a little bit of normal it's supposed to be fans might come yeah. up next year too right so it's like it's, yeah. maybe it'll be normal next year you know it'll feel more like a the world is going is going on so. we can like actually enjoy what's going on in fantasy sports like or not not that we didn't enjoy it but like we can we can be fully invested more invested without exactly. thinking about how yeah. shitty the world is doing you know yeah Less stuff weighing on the mind, you know, making it a little easier to to care uh, like you would have in the past about sports and fantasy sports, you know, mm-hmm. in general. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Live. Man. That's, yeah. There's not what else, you know, like, hey, it's, things are looking up. We're, we're, that's pretty much it. We don't have a ton to talk about on the life subject. It's just like thing, the, really? the vaccines are rolling out. Things are slowly looking like they're, they're rounding into shape. We've got the summer coming. Beautiful weather here, early noticed, summer. Uh, we're phoning it in. I'm looking out my window. It's nice and blue out there. We're kind of phoning it in. It's, it's like, yeah, it's 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 like uh, you know what this is like. This is like this is like at the end of the school year. You know, in the, like the school last year, like, yeah, week of I was school. Just, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the last days. Not really yeah. too much. Teachers are like, ah, oh, just read or something. Yeah, exactly. They're just like telling you to do stuff, and like all you're fucking doing is thinking about the summer and thinking about you know you're excited. <laughs> you're looking out the window and daydreaming. 
That's what this is. Nah, it's not yeah, true. This has been a fun episode. What it feels like. I've enjoyed this. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, we can do a little quick hockey talk here. Yeah, if you want. You want to do the, uh, the torch thing or the play? We spoke about the playoffs before. Yeah, I'm, let's do torts. Yeah. Torts? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it, man. There's only so much you can talk about with the Habs in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was going to be the topic. We spoke playoffs in general too, right? And I think yeah, I, I want to just mention like because it's like obviously we like doing this because we're going to be doing playoff shows, right? And like I want to talk about that because that's like where it's it's like Christmas for me, right? Uh, yeah, playoffs is better. It's better than Christmas. Like it's, it's come on, man. you can't ask for more. That first round, it's just oh, it's pure euphoria. It is. You know? Yeah, hockey. <laughs> the overtimes, the freaking three o'clock. In the morning finishes. It's the best. Ah, <laughs> uh, so much fun. We were like, you stayed up for them? I'm like, hell yeah, I stayed up for that. I got to see who scores. The best is when you got like four games that you could watch back to back to back to back. Like just like you started yeah. at like three in the afternoon, you like know, and Saturday, it's just like game, man, game, game, starting game, game, at game. noon, five and then seven thirty. Yeah. It's like, yes, yes, yes. You just have a like little break from the noon to five with the with food and then yeah. you're, fucking, you're good for the night, you know? Exactly. I'm, I'm so oh, stoked for that. But for, uh, yeah, for hockey, for Columbus. We wanted to talk about uh, Kikalainen. Kikalainen is reportedly looking for a center for Line. Um, Torts is gone. I, it's a weird situation. Like I'm, I'm wondering, does Line even want to be there? And because it's a very high asking price to get uh, number one center, someone who can center for Line. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. It's tall order. Very, very difficult to acquire. So. I'm. I don't know, man. Like it just. It feels like they're in a weird. Is that the right approach? Yeah. Was that the? Yeah. Exactly. Us uh, to me, anyways. I, I feel it's not the right approach because you're centering. Uh, you're, sorry, you're you're trying to build around a player that you're not even sure is gonna like want to stay there, right? So it's yeah, exactly. It's, like I said, I mean, you even mentioned too. It's 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 an heavy it's a heavy asking price, right? So like it's just Definitely. a lot to be asking for for a player that you're not even sure is gonna be there in the future. And like, is he really fully inv- like you're showing him that like look, I'm fully invested, but then is he? You know, is Lane fully invested in the team? You know, so he didn't look it. You know. I don't want to. I don't want to jab on you know. But no, yeah, it's a rough year. Right, but so. but part of me feels for him. Like, reason, but it, you know, but yeah. still, like, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's it's like you said. It's very strange, and it's, yeah. And I don't know. You're putting. It's. it's I understand the youth too. He's, he's he's a. He might not be a generational type player, but he kind of part of. He's part of that. He's part of that group, right? So he's it's, got it's, that. He's, he's certainly players, got like know? very elite talent in in yeah in his game so yeah, yeah 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 but yeah like columbus like i don't i don't know man he doesn't seem to want to be there i don't really blame him on one like, don't, I don't you find I don't, that columbus identity really doesn't mesh up with lane a's identity 100 from that's why from you the know, start so. from the start yeah. it was like this is doomed like what are they he very much didn't like they're they're real like meat and potatoes hold everybody accountable everybody has to play yeah. you know 200 foot game and be dedicated and like that's not like he made strides towards that in in Winnipeg, but that's not his game. Yeah, you know, and like that's not. He's one of those players too. Is you you want to see him excel in what he's good at? So that's shooting the yeah. puck and and kind of like getting ready for those one timers. I understand yeah. like it's it might be frustrating at sometimes, but like utilize his talents and really yeah. get the best out of him because he can get you thirty goals in a season, no problem. You Fuck, know? man! If you if you give him uh, the right situation, the guy can get you fifty or sixty. Like he's got that goal scoring yeah. ability. That's what's so frustrating about the situation with him. And like there is accountability on his side too, right? Like this yeah, is also. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. He's lazy. He's pretty yeah. like, dude. He looks like like I was telling you. He looks like one of our buddies that like hasn't played 
like competitive hockey in a while and he's like lollygagging on the, yeah, on the, bit, on the shitty yeah. hockey right he's just kind of skating around floating yeah. around like i like i compared him to one of our buddies that's just like he, when he, he he's on the ice for like doing moves like he wants to do tricks you know like, yeah. he's, he's there for it's fun obviously but like it's the nhl right so you want to like you have to compete a bit more you have to yeah. do a little more things defensively you gotta have your assignments all set up so it's just he's it's, He's one it's, of those... it's not good to compare someone to someone that just wants to dangle people on the ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he is—he does Jesus. seem to be one of those players that like you need to you need to cater to him a little bit more than the average player to put him in the right situation and have him thrive. You yeah. know, like I think he needs to be like I think what he went from a bad situation to a bad situation. I think he just like straight up like he didn't really have a, a, a say in the matter where he was going, and he went from Winnipeg to Columbus, where there's even less talented players to play with and get him the puck mm-hmm. you know like i think he he was he's probably been discouraged from day one and probably just doesn't really want to be there but for you know. sure yeah for again sure. you want to see the player take it upon themselves to to elevate their game above that and to to work hard and do everything regardless sometimes you have players like that that there there is a you need to cater to them a little bit more and again he has that high level of talent that makes it possibly worth it to do that like it's it's all about yeah. the, the bullshit meter yeah. right once your bullshit meter starts to go higher than your 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 output or your talent or what you can bring to the table then you, you know you get tossed to the side but as it stands right now i think he's still he's still worth uh trying to trying to fit in the right like a uh, system or team or whatever situation because he's he's still got that insanely high end ability and it feels like it's being wasted here yeah. pick line in is uh is finished too and then it's finished no is it yeah yeah. So I wonder if, if there's a maybe Connection speaks there. with his family and stuff too and gets him on the right path, you know, kind of yeah. focuses him in hopefully and like kind of brings that uh, kind of feels home like at home because Lane must feel, you know, it's just a team. Not, not that he doesn't feel like he's at home, obviously, like he's, but still, you know, I don't know. He could, he, that could be maybe that's one of the problems, you know, maybe he spoke to Lane and like he's, you know, on, I don't know, it's just yeah. that link you have, man. It's your, it's... It's your homeland, right? So yes. Yeah. Kiko is a, a unique character too. I'd be curious to know how the relationship is. I wonder. Me too. Me too. Yeah. That's why I'm, I, I'm right. So it's, it's, I wonder if like it's, it's close and they're really trying to like, like you said, they can cater him that much and that's the right way to move and maybe that will work, you know? So maybe yeah. that center for Lane is going to help, you know? So. Well, that, but the thing that's tough is like, it, like you said, is that the right thing to do? Is it, is it the smart yeah. thing to do to go yeah. and acquire yeah. a fucking big time center <laughs> when like yeah. they just started like acquiring some picks and stuff to, to sort of gear themselves toward rebuilding or at least having a, yeah. a brighter future, whatever you want to people get touchy with that word. But yeah, like if you give up a bunch of your assets to get a number one center or a close to it, you know, like a talented center to play with them, is that really going to pay off long-term? Like, is that going to solve, is that going to make your team still, overall? He's still young. He's, I know, yeah, I know. still young, but is it going to, you know, you know so what I mean? Like, is it, is it going to have, for sure a big enough effect on your team that it's actually worth yeah. it? Or should you just like stay the yeah, course yeah. and, and get those picks and maybe try and trade line a or something. See what, I don't know. It's, you won't have a ton of leverage, but Honestly, try that's and like, see I what think you can that's, get. I know. Yeah, you won't, but I think you have to uh, see how he plays next. I don't know. There's so many different ways you can approach this. Yeah. Thing. Like it's going to be one to watch. Next year. If he starts off really yeah. well, then sell trade him. But well, is that's he playing it. well yeah. because you pushed him and then like, that's why he's playing well. Then if he gets traded, he's going to be sad again. And then it's going to fuck that up again too. Yeah. You know? So it's just, it's such a, a weird situation. Not a weird situation. It's like a, you can go about it so many different ways, you know? So it's just, I don't think anybody knows what the right way to do it is. Yeah. Actually, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's going to be very interesting to watch. I'm curious to see what happens with Line in Columbus and 
this it's going to play out over the off season, I would think. And who knows, maybe it'll be quiet and he just ends up starting his year next year and we pick up uh, from there. But I don't know. Yeah, shine too much light on it and then kind of becomes a player he's not supposed to, but or starts showing expected to be. Yeah, you know? to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is he a free agent this year too? Is it the last year of his deal this year or is it next year? I think he's got next year as well. He's next year, I think. Yeah, I think he's next year. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. It was a two-year, $13.5 million deal. I with that bridge. It's true. Oh, no, he's a free agent, I think. 2021 yeah. RFA, yeah. I think. I RFA. think more interested than he's looking for someone for him, so they're looking to resign him, you know? So. Yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting, too. Like, what kind of con- what's that contract going to look like, you know? Like a team... Yeah. I don't know. Curious. It's going to be cool to watch for sure. Yeah, so we're watching that. I mean, cool. speaking of which, storylines well, to look out for. Yeah. I was just going to say, speaking of, uh, yeah. great segue to our right? outro. Right? Buddy. What a segue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Segue. Oh, yeah. That's actually one of the storylines I'm looking for. Through. Top drawer <laughs> cool. segue right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like a big term, like or big picture, long term. Line A is definitely something I'm looking out for. Aside from that, like all I wrote was playoffs in all caps. Like I'm looking out for yeah, playoffs. Well, obviously, all. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Come on. Of course, I'm looking at playoffs. Yeah, playoffs in a general so, way. Like, playoffs. Tons of great storylines. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm excited for the playoffs. Yeah, it's the point where we're actually probably gonna put out a show on playoffs. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Weekly shows. We're. Uh, now we're that, that. Oh, there, my passion might come out there probably. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice seeing the playoffs. Man, talking about playoff hockey is the best, right? Like, uh, yeah, stakes the systems are high. in place. How teams are shutting certain guys down. Yep. How they're changing up the combination uh, line combinations the matching of the lines the co- yes sir coaching different uh, uh, yeah yeah well, yep. how teams play intensely remember like how certain teams can play so well yet they don't get the short end of the stick sometimes i remember one year i think it was anaheim playing um i think it was vancouver anaheim had a lead for like 20 or 30 seconds because because they they were always tied and winning in, in the in overtime and they only had to leave like 20 or 30 seconds, but they're winning like three nothing in the series, you know? Like, yeah. What? It's just crazy. Crazy thing like that. Razor thin oh, margin. Man, like, ah, so cool. So yeah. Cool. It's going to be awesome to see. I'm fucking good excited good, for that. Yeah. And that's, that's our That's our recap show. That's basically it, eh? What a year it was. <laughs> yeah, it's been a haul, man. We've, uh, yeah. We did it, Kabe. We did it. Why? By the skin of our teeth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh right, shit send us off for the final time for Spence. the final time yeah i think we'll retire the the slogan for the you know at least until next year we'll decide if we want to take it back next year uh the slogan being go fuck yourself san diego um which is you know yeah i said it so i guess that's that's it so the last go fuck yourself san diego for the year thank you Ron yeah thank you Ron for all you've done for us Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Nice. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's been a wild year. We're looking forward to bringing this back to you next year, and we're looking forward to the playoff uh, pods that are coming up. So we're hoping you guys are going to tune into that and whatever we have afterwards, like we said, with uh, myself, Dr. Kave, and Jared Tweedy, our guest from last episode. Without, uh, Without putting it off any longer, hope you guys enjoy the playoffs. All the best.